0: Hello, and welcome to the Anxiety RX podcast, a show created by an anxiety specialist and neuroscientist, me, that offers unique, practical, and actionable advice to help you understand what anxiety truly is and exactly what you can do to empower yourself to resolve it. I'm your host, Dr. Russell Kennedy, an MD who suffered with crippling anxiety for 30-plus years, and traditional therapy from psychiatrists and psychologists really didn't help me feel better. And I also didn't like being on psych meds. In 2013, after burning out and leaving medical practice, I came to the conclusion that if I was ever going to heal my anxiety, I would have to do it myself. And that's exactly what I did, drawing from experiences with psychedelics and holistic healing, and combining those modalities with my scientific academic background in medicine, neuroscience, and developmental psychology. Here on the Anxiety Arcs podcast, I offer a distinctly non traditional and non medical approach to understanding and healing anxiety. So despite the fact I'm trained as a physician, in no way is what I say and suggest to be construed as medical advice, because none of the ways I use to resolve anxiety has anything to do with traditional allopathic medicine. From my own healing, I've created a distinctly non-traditional understanding and approach that helps thousands of people from all over the world understand and relieve their chronic anxiety. So if you're ready, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is about the program that I'm creating, this mind-body program I'm creating for anxiety that I believe will be very, very different from anything else anyone's ever really seen before as far as anxiety goes. My main goal with this is to give you something so that you can really understand my theory of anxiety, you can apply it to yourself, and you can see how anxiety and alarm affect you and how they've affected you since you were a child. What my goal is in this particular thing is to provide a very low cost, like $100, something like that, something that's less than the cost of one therapy session that will give you kind of my whole theory condensed so that you can understand exactly what anxiety is, which is really the state of alarm in your body, and what you can do about it. So the introduction tells you that I'm a neuroscientist and a doctor and all that stuff that most of you who have listened to the podcast know already. But it's really designed to kind of be a one-stop shop for completely understanding what anxiety is about and how you fix it, how you treat it. Because the way we're treating it in society these days is not helping. Talk therapy is not going to cure you. It may make you feel better in the short term, but it's not going to heal you. To heal, you have to find that alarm in your body. You have to find that younger version of yourself as a child that felt helpless and powerless and reconnect with that child and fix the problem at its start. Like Give that child in you that you rejected because they held your pain, but give that child the ability to be seen, heard, loved, and protected by you, by adult you. Because you're an adult now, you're not a child anymore, but the way the amygdala works is that the amygdala has no sense of time. So when we experience a trauma as a child, it feels like it's always still happening because the, like I said, the amygdala has no sense of time. So if like me, this thing with my father being schizophrenic and bipolar and winding up in the mental hospital and committing suicide and all this stuff, there's part of me that still feels like that's still happening. And if we look at the way that our brains process information is that we have this one place in our brain called the hippocampus, which is kind of like the part of our brain that time date stamps our memories. It tells you the hippocampus is this highly integrative part of our brains that has fibers that connect literally through all parts of our brains that connect what happened and tell us that this happened in the past. Like when we bring up something that's happened from our past, we look back and you go, oh yeah, I went to the world's fair when I was seven years old with my parents. Okay. Now that is a memory that the hippocampus put into your, into your brain. And it told you when you bring that back up, when you bring that back into awareness, yeah, I remember that trip. And that happened in the past. Now, with trauma, with things that are very disturbing to you, with trauma, that hippocampus doesn't work as well. We secrete epinephrine, adrenaline, noradrenaline, cortisol in our system, and that paralyzes the hippocampus. And then what we're left with is amygdala-only processing. So the amygdala remembers... It doesn't remember in kind of a word format, but it remembers. It gives you a felt sense of what happened. But because the amygdala has no sense of time, sometimes when we bring that awareness to that event, it doesn't feel like it's coming from the past. It still feels like it's happening today. So it's really important to go back and show that child in you that's still there that we can bring them into the present moment. We can start using our hippocampus that we have online today as our adult cells and go back and find that child and say, hey, this happened to you in the past. This isn't still happening to you. Come with me. Come with me into the future. You're saying this to your child. I will bring you into the future so you will always feel seen, heard, loved, and protected, and you will never have to go back to that lonely place ever again. And when we do that, we resolve a lot of the alarm because the alarm was there when we were younger because we experienced a trauma that was too much for us to bear as kids. And we stuffed it down out of our conscious mind because it was too much for our conscious mind to handle. And we put it into our unconscious mind where it's kind of out of the way a little bit. And from there, it gets stored in our body because the body is a representation of our unconscious mind, which is why... I see people who have a lot of trauma, who have a lot of old trauma stored in their system when they were younger, show up with illnesses as they get older, show up with, say, rheumatoid arthritis in their 40s when they should start getting it in their 70s. People that show up with fibromyalgia or irritable bowel syndrome. These physical symptoms are essentially the trauma showing up in your system. Because I think in our society, what happens is that there's such a stigma towards mental illness that what we do is we don't express that we're struggling mentally, but we can somehow, somehow more acceptable to have a physical illness. So I believe fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, these things, I've never seen a case of fibromyalgia fibromyalgia or irritable bowel in in persons who didn't have childhood trauma. So I think what happens is that this trauma gets put into us rather than express it in an emotional way, that energy has to come out somewhere and it may be more socially acceptable to show up as a physical illness, which is why we do biopsies uh, and tests on irritable bowel and fibromyalgia and we never find anything wrong. Everything looks absolutely perfect, even in people with severe symptoms. So we encode these traumas when we are younger and they get put into us and that amygdala because it has no sense of time keeps us trapped in that pain of the past so part of us still feels like a child star part of us still feels like we are stuck back in that place in time and we can't get out of it and that's what creates this alarm now further when we experience trauma as a child we tend to blame ourselves as children. So if something is going on in your household that isn't that great, maybe your dad's an abusive alcoholic, You know, maybe there's addiction in the family, maybe there's illness in the family, the child in that family tends to take it on themselves. If they, could, they say things like, they don't say it directly, but something like, if I could only do something more, better, or different, my parent wouldn't be suffering. If I could do something different, I could fix this. And then because we can fix this, we can't do this as a child. We can't fix it. We start splitting from ourselves. We start judging, abandoning, blaming, and shaming ourselves. And this is where the inner critic starts. Inner critic starts with trauma in your home. And it doesn't have to be major trauma. You know, It can, it can just be that you're mismatched with a parent. You, you don't feel connected to a certain parent. You will blame yourself for that. And once we start blaming ourselves as children, we start creating this inner critic. And that inner critic splits us from the inside and that split creates this tremendous energy of alarm in our system. And that alarm that's stuck in our system is what feeds the worries of our mind for the rest of our lives. So anxiety isn't so much of an issue of the mind. And this is what I talk about in the program. It's not so much an issue of the mind as an issue of this old alarm that's stored in your body. So what we have to do is we have to find that alarm. So part of the program is about finding your alarm. There's an audio segment and there's a visual segment. There's a video segment. But the audio segments are putting you back in a relaxed state and allowing you to find the alarm in your system. Take you back into an old worry or an old experience that was painful. And then have you scan your body and find that alarm. Because once we find the alarm, that's really the effigy of our younger self. That's our connection point with our younger self. And when we find the alarm, and then I do a process called yoga nidra, which is kind of a a deep rest, unconscious program. Again, audio. So you're just listening to it through headphones. And this yoga nidra practice takes you through a series of unconscious things. So it puts you into a state of seeing things in your mind, like a red sunset or a white wedding or or a blue heron, something that really evokes a visual part of you. And then what I do is I take you through a physical experience. So I take you through different parts of your body. We start on the right-hand side right hand thumb, first finger, second finger, third finger, fourth finger, right hand palm, back of the right hand. And I take you through your whole body. And this helps set a lot of these healing processes in your body. And also gets used to the fact that we are dealing with the alarm in your system. It's not so much the worries of your mind. So I've created this program to be able to access these deeper parts of you because it's the deeper parts of you that hold the alarm and it's the alarm that feeds the anxiety of your mind. Now I also put in scientifically based things like the physiological sigh and different strategies and techniques we can use to ease your anxiety in the short term. But really it's about healing your anxiety in the long term. And we don't heal anxiety unless we go back, find that child, see them, hear them, love them and protect them and show them that they are seen, heard, loved and protected. Once we start showing that child that they're seen, heard, loved and protected, then they don't need to create so much alarm in our system. And as the alarm drops, it takes the anxiety with it because the anxiety of our mind is really just being fed by the alarm in our body. Now, Your mind does make worries, absolutely, but the vast majority of the really painful worries, the ones that really cause you a lot of distress, are coming from this alarm state in your body, are coming from this younger version of yourself. So I wanted to create a program that's self-contained, that's relatively short. I don't know how long it's going to be. It's probably going to be less than an hour in total as far as what you listen to. The Yoga Nidra itself The hypnotic guided meditation program will probably be around 35, 45 minutes, somewhere in there. But I really want to create a program that is self-sufficient and it's not incredibly expensive. I, I have a real issue with the business of trauma, you know, selling high ticket items to people to help heal their anxiety. When a lot of times, a lot of those things that people will sell you just don't work and they cost a lot of money. So I wanted to create something for you is relatively inexpensive that allows you to learn exactly what you need to learn to be able to heal, to really be able to heal from it rather than just cope with it. This is my goal is creating this program. Now, I wanted to have it out this week, but because my mother is not doing well, that's really slowing me down. You may tell in my voice that I'm not 100%. I don't didn't really want to make this today because I don't feel very good. But I do feel a commitment to try and put something out every week for everybody so that you, you get a sense that there is someone out there. There is someone who cares about your anxiety. I, I'm i getting a lot of messages from people that are really struggling now. And just saying that I've been there 10 years ago, you know, I was at the lowest point with my anxiety. I was basically living in a 10 or a 12 hour panic attack every day. And I know what it feels like when existence is just painful, when it's just horrible. So I wanted to create something for you that can cr- create an atmosphere where you can start healing yourself when you start really, 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 really understanding what anxiety is. Because if you don't know what it is, if you just believe it's the thought of your, thoughts of your mind and you're trying to change the thoughts of your mind, that's only temporary. That's not going to fix the underlying problem. Again, you've probably heard me this if you've heard my stuff before, but it's kind of like having a rowboat, and there's a hole in the bottom of the rowboat, and it's filling up with water. Now, you can, you can bale water out of that rowboat, and it'll make you feel a little bit better. But unless you go underneath and you patch the hole in the hull, that's when you fix the problem at its source, as opposed to just bailing water, which I believe most therapies just kind of teach you how to deal with the thoughts And think better. And it's really not getting at the root cause. And what I wanted to do with this program is have a mind body approach that allows you to resolve the root cause of your anxiety, which is this alarm in your system from typically old childhood wounding. Now, once we can fix that, then we can actually truly start to heal. And you can empower yourself to do this yourself. You start connecting with yourself because that's how you heal. You heal by connecting with yourself and stop that jabs, those judgments, abandonments, blames, and shames of yourself. Stop the inner critic. Because the inner critic is also fed by the alarm. So when we deal with the alarm, when we bring that wounded child back into the present moment, show them they're seen, heard, loved, and protected, they don't need the alarm anymore. And when they don't need the alarm so much anymore, it resolves. And when the alarm resolves, it takes the anxious thoughts with it. And that's how you heal at the root cause. That's how you heal at the source, as opposed to just thinking better, just positive psychology. Oh, think better and you'll feel better. Well, you will for a short period of time, but it won't last. And that's the issue I have with most cognitive therapies is they appear to work initially, but over the course of time, don't, because you're not actually healing that hole in the boat. You're not actually healing the root cause, which is this state of alarm, this unconscious alarm that is in your system, in your brain, in your body, in your nervous system. That's the part that you have to heal. And that's the part that really is connected to your younger childhood self. So if we can get you to connect with that younger childhood self on a regular basis where they feel protected, where they feel loved, where they feel connected, they don't need the alarm anymore. The child is creating that alarm because it's trying to get your attention. But unfortunately, what we do is when we feel pain, when we feel that, that child's alarm, that pain, is we push them away. And we push them away. And when we push them away, if you imagine a child coming up to you who's suffering and struggling, and you push them away, they're just going to get louder. Or they're going to shut off, which is a, another thing that we do as, as anxious people is we shut off. And we're not connected to ourselves or to others, which of course makes the alarm worse. So I really want to create this alarm. I'm really, really, really disappointed I didn't get out the first week in April because I have two trainings now for the rest of April and I won't be getting back to it until the end end of April and then it'll be put out in the early part of May. But I really wanted to give you a heads up that this is coming, that there is help on the way. And I want to show you how you can heal yourself. Now we need other people as well, absolutely. But once we start realizing that we can do this for ourselves, we can really start to heal because I think a lot of times when you have anxiety, you feel like there's nobody there for you. And in a way, that's kind of true. The adult part of you has kind of abandoned the child part of you. So it's bringing the child and the adult in you back together and bringing your mind and your body back into connection because anxiety at its fundamental source is this mind-body disconnection and this adult-child disconnection. So what this program has decided to do is to pull your mind and your body back together and to pull the adult and your child back together. And that allows you to have the agency in your own healing. You know what you have to do now as opposed to just fumbling around in the dark hoping that this therapy or that therapy or EMDR or whatever is going to help. Nothing against EMDR. I'm just saying that there's all these different therapies out there. And if they don't actually go after the root cause, you're never going to heal. You have to go under... And seal that hole in the boat. And that's how you heal. And I will see you next time. So that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And if the Anxiety RX podcast resonates with you, consider getting my book. Also, coincidentally called Anxiety RX. Or you can follow me on any of the social media platforms at the AnxietyMD or my website, www.TheAnxietyMD.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you the next time on the Anxiety Rx podcast.